And Jonah then hated, hated the Ninevites and did not like the Ninevites because they were a wicked people. And, uh, and so Joseph, uh, Jonah ministered to the Ninevites. And what happened? The Bible said that God relented, that God changed his mind in, 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 in judging Nineveh. Ooh, are you hearing what I'm saying, Jay? In other words, God can give us a word of wisdom, but it may not always come to, it can come to pass, but it may not come to pass. Amen? And so, and so we, we see that, so it can be conditional. The word of wisdom is used a lot of times to set people in ministry. Sometimes God will reveal uh, to, to you uh, that, that God's calling you uh, into the ministry. Amen. And he will confirm it through other people. Amen. But he may he may do that in the book of Acts in nine. Uh, there was a man uh, that that God moved on uh, a disciple uh, and and he was the one that prayed for Paul. And he, he revealed to 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 this disciple Ananias. He revealed to him that 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 Paul was going to preach to the Gentiles and suffer many things. And so and Ananias was there, and, and a word of knowledge came to Ananias and says, Paul, uh, this, this man Paul of Tarsus is, is blind, he's in the city, and you need to go over there and, and pray for him. And of course, Ananias said, this man's putting people in jail, God. And God said, that's okay, I'm turning him around. And this is what I love about God. It doesn't matter, you know, how bad your relatives might look. It doesn't matter what they're believing right now. God can turn around anybody. Do you believe that today? And God can turn anybody around. And, and his power, we just got to keep believing. Say, keep believing. And then the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning certain facts in the mind of God relating to people, places, or things. Amen. And this is, this is for ministry. Uh, in, in John 4, I talked about last week, in the Gospel of John, Jesus ministered to the lady at the well and revealed to her that she had, what, five husbands and the husband she didn't have or the, or the guy that she, she was living with wasn't her husband. Remember that? And so that, that made her, that woke her up. Like, oh man, this is a, a holy man. This is a prophet of God. He's telling me everything I've done. See, see, when you start revealing to people, you know, the secrets of their heart, they're going to know God is watching. See, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't think God's watching. A lot of people don't think, oh, you know, if I don't think about God, God doesn't think about me. No, God is always watching. The Bible says his eyes go to and fro, looking, you know, for those whose hearts are upright before him. He's always watching. So, so, so the, the gift of the word of knowledge is something present or in the past. God will reveal something present about somebody or the past. Amen. What they've done. Uh, I remember that I was listening to Brother Hagen, and he operates in this gift. And, uh, and this guy came to church and he, I mean, uh, and, and Brother Hagin, when he prays for people, some people fall out. And this guy said to his wife, oh, he's hypnotizing people. He, he, I don't believe anything he does. And, 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 but he said, and, and the guy said to his wife, but I'm going to go just to please you. And, and the Holy Spirit revealed that to Brother Hagin. And Brother Hagin said, sir, you said to your wife, how would you like me to preach like that today? Uh, 
<laughs> you said to your spouse, you didn't want to come to church. And he said, sir, you, uh, you said to your wife that I hypnotize people. <laughs> I mean, that's bold. And you said to your wife that, that, uh, that, that you're just coming just to please her, that this was all fake. But, it, but God is revealing this to me to tell you that it's real. And that guy ran to the altar and slid into the altar and, 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 asked God, and, and received Christ. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? He ran. We might need some people running to the altars. We might need some people, you know, we might need that gift in operation. Discerning of spirits is a gift that, that gives insight into the spiritual realm. I, I didn't really go into it fully last week because it was at the end. But, but, but discerning of spirits, you can discern angels and demons. You can discern human spirits, good or evil tendencies. So, so you can, you can God will give you a discernment or give you the ability to see into the spirit realm or to perceive in the spirit realm. What is this gift good for? It's good for casting out demons. <laughs> How many people want to cast some demons out here? No, I don't. I got one in my spouse that I want. No, I won't go there. But uh, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Uh, you know, but, but it's, it's a discerning. You want to be able to discern. Amen. And it's a great gift because you know what? When pe some people get sick, not everybody is, is sick organically. What do I mean by that? It may not be something natural. It might be, they might be sick because there might be a supernatural involved. It might be a demonic spirit keeping them sick. Remember Jesus would pray for people that had epilepsy and he would pray and it was a spirit. It wasn't just an organic sickness. But if you're operating that gift, you're not just praying for healing. You're praying for deliverance. I'm deputizing some of you today. I'm, 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 I'm giving you authority today to go cast out some devils. Say, I'm believing. Amen. And that's what, see, the devil shouldn't be running the church around. Can I say it again? No, see, the, the problem is that we're all, always dealing with our problems and all the, all the things the devil's trying to do to us. We can't even think about setting anybody else free. See, the devil's trying to keep you all bound up in your own problems. No, no, release those. Go, go, go set somebody free. Even if you're bound up a little bit. Paul preached and he had some, he had some problems with his eyes. And he was preaching the gospel and his eyes were running and they looked bad. But he said, God is a healer, you know. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? Amen. Amen. He, of course, Paul didn't stay in that state. God healed him. Hallelujah. So we will continue that that, 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 that gift works. In Acts 16, 16 through 18, uh, Paul came to, to this city and, um, and uh, he came to the city to minister. And there was a lady that was following uh, him and Silas around, Paul and Silas. And they were following around. And in Acts 16, 16 through 18, this lady kept saying, these are the men of God that teaches, you know, the, the, from heaven, you know, uh, the way to heaven. Of course, she was, she was not doing that led by the Spirit of God. She had a demonic spirit. And then Paul, you know, had a revelation about three or four days later and cast that spirit out of her. Amen. Of course, he got thrown in jail for that. 
But uh, uh, because the owner had some clout with the authorities and, and he owned her as a slave and she was making him much money because there are false giftings too. The enemy can operate in some spiritual giftings. Amen. But there's a true and there's a false and I want the true. Amen. And so we, we know that. Uh, I, I like this because when God starts revealing to you things in the spirit realm, it can embolden your faith. You know, Elijah, uh, uh, God was giving Elijah a word of knowledge. And uh, there was this king, uh, King Ammon, what was, was trying to come against Israel. And he was trying to set up, you know, uh, places to, uh, to uh, attack Israel. And, and uh, Elijah, God was telling him where they were at. And so the king thought, is somebody in my, in my army telling the, 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 the enemy, telling Israel where, where we're at, where we're camped at to try to attack Israel? And they said, no, there's a man, that, uh, a prophet, that's t that knows everything you think in your bed and telling the king of Israel. How would you like to know the plans of the enemy before, they come again, before the enemy comes against you? How would you? Am I getting you guys excited a little bit? How would you like to have God reveal some, you know, the plans of the enemy before the enemy can move? Amen. God's always revealing things, but are we always obeying? You got the Holy Spirit saying, don't go there. Don't do this. Yes. We had one lady I was listening. This one lady because, because, uh, because uh, this gift, uh, these giftings, these spiritual giftings, God will warn us not to do something. I remember this one lady was praying and the Lord told her not to go to this certain part of town, but she just claimed Psalms 91. How many people like Psalms 91? And she said, I got Psalms 91. But the spirit of the Lord said, don't go there. But she said, I have Psalms 91. So she went there and got mugged. Why? Because she listened. But she, she, she made it through. But she wanted to know why God didn't protect her because she stood on Psalms 91. Because Psalms 91 is a general scripture. Yes, it's a protection scripture. But, but the, when God gives you a rhema word, that trumps the, the, the natural word of God. In other words, the rhema word is God speaking to you, trying to warn you about something. So you can't just stand on a general word. You have to have the rhema word. Rhema is a spoken word of God. And she got mugged. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? In other words, we need to be, we need to be, you know, it's those that hear the Spirit. Those who are being led by the Spirit. What? They are sons of God. Glory to God. Amen. And so God will warn us and reveal things to us and show things to us. Amen. Ahead of time. Glory to God. And so in, in Kings, uh, Elijah, you know, that, that, that king of Ammon, I believe was Ammon. Uh, he said, let's go after Elijah. So they sent a whole army. And so they sent a whole army and Elijah's there and uh, with his servant. And uh, Elijah says, oh my, uh, his servant says, oh, there's a whole army. And Elijah says, be at peace. There's more with us than with him. And you know what? And then, and then Elijah said, Lord, open his eyes. And when he opened his eyes, there were chariots of fire. And there were angels all over the place. And I'm telling you, when you start seeing into the spiritual realm that there is more with you than with them, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm telling you, only one-third of the heavenly hosts fell that day. There's still two-thirds intact. 
And then you got God Almighty. Because he can unplug the whole thing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, God is the creator. It doesn't matter if there was two-thirds that came against him, one-third left. There's still more with God, amen, than with the devil. But God is the creator. He's more powerful than the devil. He's more powerful than what's attacking you today. He's more powerful. And then what did God do? God gave Elijah a gift of faith and he, and, and he spoke the word and that whole company that was coming against Elijah to, to try to destroy him were blinded. They all got blind. Think about that. That God can blind your enemies. God can put blinders on those that are trying to come against you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Have you gone home? And so he operated in that gift. And, and, so, and so, there are, so, so we're talking about the gift of faith today. Should I wait till next week? And they're talking about the gift of faith today. And uh, I'm going to touch on it because this might be a long, this might be a long series. But it's good. Yes. Why? Because listen, what is the dinner bell for the loss? Have you ever thought about that? Miracles. When, when God starts operating and delivering and setting people free, and they start saying, God's moving in that church. God's moving amongst the people. And when you're out there and you're, and you're laying hands on the sick and people are being set free, what church you go to? Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? Man, you, you're not a normal Christian. Normal Christians are beat up, trying to make it, going to the battle. But you're a victor Christian. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, so, so the power gifts, the number one, again, uh, in the power gifts, there's the, the, the gift of faith. There's the working of miracles. And there, there's the gifts of healings. And so, and so the gift of healings. And so, so in that, you know, the power gifts, the number one power gift is the gift of faith. Amen. And so the gift of faith is not saving faith. Amen. Saving faith is what God gives us to get saved. Amen. In Ephesians 2, 8, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from you. It is a gift of God. So God gives us saving faith. That saving faith is only in a window of time. Okay. You might say, what does that mean? In other words, there, there might be an expiration date on that gift of faith. Oh, where are you going? In, where are you going? In other words, you better say yes when God's moving on your heart to receive him because it, it may expire. In, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So in other words, we better say yes before the door closes. You just can't wait. I'll just wait until I'm on my deathbed to give my life to the Lord. No, you don't want to wait there because you may be end up cursing God on your deathbed. Are you hear what I'm saying? You may not have that gift. It's a gift of repentance that God gives to those that get saved. When I pray for people, I say, Lord, give them the gift of repentance. The Bible says when a backslider, when a person is backslidden in their walk, and, and Paul says, perhaps we'll pray that God will give them the gift of repentance. In other words, God has to draw you for you even to repent. Amen. Oh, man, it's sober in here today. Yeah. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Somebody say, stay close to God. Stay close to God. 
Amen. I want to stay close to God. I don't want to, I don't want to live on the edge. Amen. So, so saving faith. Then, then, you know, the thief on the cross had saving faith. He recognized that he wasn't right in his actions. He recognized he was a thief. He deserved what he was getting. He recognized that Jesus was the Savior. And he called out to Jesus. God gave him saving faith. And he was saved on the cross. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm telling you, God can save you right at the very end. Amen. When you call out to him, saving faith, glory to God. And so, and then there's general faith. And general faith is the faith that's imparted to every believer. And that's in Romans 12, 3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God has dealt with every man the measure of faith. Now let me just say this, you have a measure of the God kind of faith. Oh my gosh. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you're like, okay. Do you know having a measure of the God kind of faith, you can move mountains? Do you know what you can do with a measure of the God kind of faith? How, Pastor, how do I develop it? How do I increase it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's the reason why you come. You may say, I've heard these stories before. Well, listen, faith doesn't come by having heard. Well, I, I had breakfast yesterday. Do I have to have breakfast today? Well, you can starve this morning. Yeah, you, got, you eat breakfast every day. How many people eat the same breakfast every day? You know, I mean, everybody, some people eat the same breakfast every day. I love eggs. I can eat eggs anytime. Every day. I can eat eggs. Every, anybody can eat eggs every day of the week. I'm telling you, I, ooh, dip eggs. I'm talking about omelets, scrambled eggs. Anyway, hard boiled eggs. I can eat it all. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? And so, and so what do we need? I, hey, I'll take some faith today. I'll take some word of faith in miracles. I'll take some. I want my faith to be emboldened in these areas. And so as I preach, hopefully you will get a revelation. God, I, I think I might want to walk in some of these giftings. Will you give me this gift to be a blessing to others? Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Desire earnestly the best gifts. Somebody say, what is the best gift, Pastor? Well, we already said the word wisdom. But the best gift is the gift that you need in the time that you need it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's the best gift. Hallelujah. So, so we're talking about this. So general faith. And then we're, we're talking about that, that general faith. Uh, then the next is the fruit of faith, and that's the, that walking in the fruit of the Spirit. And for us to actually walk in the giftings of a, you know, a gift is given, but the fruit is developed. So we have the fruit of faith, and we can operate in the nine fruit of, uh, 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 the, the, nine fruit of the Spirit. Amen? Love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And such that there is no law. So we can operate, that's the fruit of faith. You may have never heard that before. But... Sure you haven't. But I, I have when I'm studying. That's the first time I heard about it. But gift of faith is what I'm talking to you about. And it's a supernatural faith that God imparts into someone that, that enables that the impossible to happen without human effort. Now let me just explain that, what that means. What that means is that God will drop down supernatural faith in our heart. And when we speak it, it happens. In other words, God does all the work. Hallelujah. 
In other words, the supernatural faith is dropped in our heart and we speak the word, glory to God, and it happens. In other words, what, what, what G, like, just like when the Roman centurion said to Jesus, my servant is, is, is sick, and if you just speak the word, he'll be healed. And Jesus spoke the word, that, that, was, uh, that was a gift of faith, and his servant was healed that very hour. He spoke the word. Amen. A gift of faith is that when you're walking in it, you're not worried that's not going to come to pass. Have you ever believed in God? Like, I hope it comes to pass. Ah! You know, you're believing, you know, you're, you're, you're hoping, you're praying, you're sweating it out. But when you're walking to get to faith, you're cool, man. You're laid back. You're like, it's, hap it's, it, it's happening. You, 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 it doesn't matter the opposition. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if it's going down. You know, without a shadow of doubt, God's going to do it. That's a gift of faith. The lady that got cancer in our church years ago that God healed, she said when she had the report and, and they did exploratory surgery and they said there was no hope for her. She probably had about six months to live, uh, that she would just go home and die. She had this supernatural peace that came on her and she knew and she started studying the scriptures. She knew that she would live and not die. She wasn't worried. How many people like, not like to be worried when you're dealing with something? I want that supernatural faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? It's a gift of faith. When, when Daniel was thrown in the lion's den and he didn't do anything, he just went in there and the lion's mouths were shut and he said, I believe God. He just slept. He used the lion as a pillow that night. Are you listening? He cuddled with the lions. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? When you're walking in the gift of faith, you, it doesn't matter if all hell is breaking loose around you. You're going to just keep walking through it with a smile. And people are saying, what is wrong with you? I don't know. I just got supernatural peace. You can say the gift of faith is supernatural peace in the midst of a storm. Jesus exercised it when, when they were on a stormy boat and the gift of faith was operating. Somebody might need to be praying for the gift of faith if you are a little nervous in your walk with Christ. God, help me to walk in this gift every day of my life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That gift was operated, man, in, in, in Jesus when he was on the boat. He said, we're going to the other side. And there was a storm. And the Bible said Jesus was sleeping. He wasn't even awake. He was snoozing it out. He was resting. He was walking in the gift. Then he spoke, peace, be still. And the storm stood still. It stopped. It was a calm glory to God. He spoke it and God performed it. Amen. And so that's the, the gift of faith in operation, glory to God. And so we, we see that. And so when we're, we're looking at the, uh, the, the gift of faith and you have uh, the, the next thing is the gift of faith is the working of miracles. And the working of miracles is similar, but it's, it's you and God working together in a miracle. Let me explain. Uh, in the Old Testament, you had Samson. And the Bible says that Samson tore a lion in half. And, uh, and so that's a gift. Uh, that's a working of miracle. It's God working with a human to do something supernatural. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So it's, it's, it's man and God involved actually working the, uh, the, the miraculous. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying today? When, when Samson killed a thousand people with, with, a, with the jawbone of a donkey, I mean, that's supernatural. Not a natural man can do that. But, the, but, the, but this working of miracles was him and God working together to accomplish a task. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Jesus, when, when, when he turned water to wine, uh, that was a working of a miracle. They had to take water. They turned into wine. They had to do something. Take six water pots, fill them up. They had, to, they had to obey an instruction. It was man working with God to cause a miracle. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? It's us working with God, working of miracles. Amen. It's it, 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 like when Jesus said, you know, feed the, the multitude. And they said, all we have is a few fish and a few loaves. And what is that among so many? But what he did was he took the fish and the loaves and he broke it and multiplied. He used what we have. The working of miracles is God using what you got. And he multiplies it. Are you listening? It's sowing a seed. Believe in God. And he multiplies your seed and gives you a financial miracle. God says, sow into this offering. Sow a special seed. Believe me for, for paying your, your, your house payment today. And I will do a miracle. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And so it's so a working of miracles, glory to God. So you have the gift of faith. You have working miracles. Then you have another special power gift. And this is, uh, this is gifts of healings. And the reason why it's healings, because there's different types of healings. In other words, God can give you a gift to specialize in one area of healing. In other words, one person may be specially gifted by the anointing of God to, to pray for those that have blind eyes. And, and when he prays, the, eyes, that blind, the blind people see. And then somebody else, may, but he may not have the gift to open ears. Now, there's a natural gift, and there's a natural faith, and you can command in the natural, but then there's a gift of healings. Where God will give somebody a, a, a special gift to heal people in different areas. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so and I was thinking, why, you know, Jesus had the, the, uh, the gifts without measure and faith without measure. Why doesn't God just give somebody the ability to heal at all? Because their head would be too big. They think they're God. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm, I'm telling you, when you start operating the giftings, you better walk in humility. Because, see, God, when he drops a gift on you, that, you know, with, with, with great power, what do they say to Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. And when God gives you a gift, you know, it, it's, it's a gift that you have to use and you have to take seriously. Amen. Amen? And God will give you a gift of healing so you can set people free from those things. You know, man, I wish I had it all operating up here. But some of it does. I mean, even this week, we had, we had a word of knowledge operating our prayer service today. I mean, on, on Tuesday. And somebody was asking for prayer. And naturally, I have a natural thought of how I'm going to pray. But the Holy Spirit came. I spoke a word in tongues. And then I, then I spoke a word of direction for this person. And I was like, wow. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? I know you want to use the, 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 the gift of knowledge to find out what the lotto numbers are, but God's not going to do it. Amen. 
that's a joke. Eh? God, give me the numbers to the lotto. You know. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So, so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to start seeking for the best gifts. I'm going to say this again, that you're more than you think you are. And you haven't even seen who you are. And God is raising you up to be a mighty a person for him. Do you believe that today? We're growing into the place that God wants us to be. Glory to God. I, we're growing into our callings. We, we grow into it. And as we grow into it, God will, re will release the gifts. And we'll be a blessing to humanity. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.